On today's Locked On Bama, we're going to talk about practice and lots of it. We're going to talk about the press conferences the coaches had today, Saban, Golding, Bill O'Brien. We'll also talk about Kelby Collins. He will be making an announcement on August 13th. Where does Jimmy think he'll go? Where do I think he'll go? We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Bama. And we're going to discuss why there's no more running of the guns. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Awesome, awesome. Uh, at least I'm not, you know, short of breath from uh, from running with the gumps. You know, I run with gumps sometimes, but it's just by happenstance. It's not like in Bryant Denny. Um, <laughs> now, okay, so there is no more running of the gumps. For those who don't know, when Alabama would start fall practice, there would be a day which was like a fan day, and it literally like – if the Boston Marathon were held in Chilton County, that's kind of what it was like. It was just <laughs> you you line up all these people, none of whom have run any time since the last time they did this. And they all take off directly for the players and coaches to get autographs. One of them very famously tried to get his baby autographed. I assume had Saban autographed that baby to this day, that baby would have not taken a shower. <laughs> By order of his parents. By you order can of- never shower again. We will never bathe you or clean you. Uh, not, no more running at the Gumps. Uh, no more fan day, really. It's just media day now. It's been renamed media day. And thank God they don't make the media run because that would be a true disgrace. <laughs> uh, but the media does not run, although I'm going to suggest in the future that that's how they handle this, by the way. Um but it's still I, a I great day. I suggest that, and and that just for uh, you know, know thy enemy's sake, we invite Philip Marshall to Media Day, and he has to run. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> that would be great. But no, I'm, I I would be uh, very uh, curious to watch my, my fellow uh, my fellow people in the media. Although that's not something I would normally actually be covering, but uh, I would probably go to this just because. I mean, well, why not? Why miss all that free comedy? But. uh Hey, it's still a big Alabama day because it's the only day of the year uh, that we hear from Saban, Golding, and Bill O'Brien until the postseason, if there is a postseason for Alabama, and I feel pretty good about that. But uh, today's the day that we hear from Pete and from Bill, and uh, they had a lot of interesting things to say. And uh, I just noticed in my feed uh, that today's also the day that they take the big team picture at the stadium. So, uh, So we've got that to look at in a bit. Looking forward to all that. And today actually is Jalen Hurts birthday, I believe. So happy birthday, yep. Jalen. That's my it main is. man. Um, it is. By the way, before I get into this live read, Jalen Hurts, you consider him an Alabama guy, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I consider him like not even 75% because he played yeah. three years at Alabama, one year at Oklahoma. Uh, I, I think he's more like 90% Alabama and 10% Oklahoma. Not trying to, 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 you know, uh, to, to downplay what happened at Oklahoma where he finished second, the Heisman brought his team to the playoffs again. Uh, and, and, and he accomplished things there, but it just, he just seems associated more with Alabama, even by the national media and the Eagles. I agree. And good trivia question. I don't know if 
what the answer is, I'm going to suspect Jalen Hurts is the lone answer. The only quarterback to take snaps in four straight college football playoffs. Yeah, I doubt that record's ever beaten. I mean, how are you going to beat that record? Uh, you can't. It can't be beaten in any way. Uh, and it is true. Sixteen, even even in seventeen, even in eighteen, when Tua was Alabama's starting quarterback, in uh, you know, Jalen came in and played in the game and against yeah. Oklahoma. I, I believe it was against Oklahoma. Didn't he? Uh, uh, basically play like a second. They put him on the field, and I thought some of those plays were really effective with Tua and Jalen on the field at the same time. Well. I mean, I guess that's true. Um, I would also say what I was thinking more along the lines of he got in late against Clemson when they blew us out. So, I mean, he played right. in every college football playoff that he was eligible to play in for four years. Tua played in three college football playoffs, I believe. No, no, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, no, just 17 and 18. Yeah, he played in two. So, I mean, again, it's how many quarterbacks will have that kind of opportunity. But uh, regardless, I need to tell everybody now about LinkedIn. As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier for you to find those people, and they will help you find them faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege post your job for free terms and conditions apply all right jimmy so let's do get into these press conferences um usually not a lot to glean from this uh i did think pete golding laid a effusive praise at the feet of cooley mckinstry Kyrie jackson uh he actually mentioned terry on arnold by name which i thought was a very good thing he mentioned eli ricks you have a couple of thoughts on the eli ricks thing and then another guy that was brought up was Jaheim Otis, who – Otis, my man. This is a guy that uh, I've been hounding since we, we got him, and a lot of people thought it was a little nutty because he was so out of shape. If you've seen the – I hate to get all Kerry Murphy on you, but <laughs> if you've seen the backflip off of a dock at Saban's Lake House that Jaheim Otis did, it ought to fire you up because six months ago, if he tries to do that flip – he destroys Lake Burton. <laughs> well, uh, Lake Tuscaloosa, but uh, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other, the other Saban Lake. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, in terms of the positives for me, it was about Otis. I mean, that that that's the positive that I took from this. The the biggest one. There's a few, but the biggest one to me was Pete Golding describing Jaheim Otis as saying. If you try to block him one-on-one, -on -one, good luck. I mean, that was his quote. And that that's not a normal media day quote. That's not a normal quote from an assistant that doesn't often speak to the media. Uh, I mean, that was what I would go so far as to call it effusive praise for a true freshman. And it's, it's it means nothing in terms of what you can expect versus Utah State. Or, or, or I'm not saying, okay, Otis is in the starting lineup or anything crazy like that. But I do think it's fair at this point to uh, – turn up the expectation level a little bit, maybe, maybe to expect a little more, maybe than we, than we were prior considering he's a true freshman, considering uh, he showed up so heavy uh, that it was fair to expect him to spend more than one full year working on his body before he was playing in the games. I, I don't know that that's the situation now. I think that situation's just changed for, for the better. Um, yeah. You can, you can raise your 
expectation a little bit for Otis. On the negative side, Eli Ricks for me going mostly off of what Coach Saban said, partly off of what Pete said, but mostly Coach Saban. Uh, and, and I think the deal here is I have underestimated the impact of Rick's shoulder injury and what that meant for the transfer because Rick's, you know, by, by having his shoulder hurt, he couldn't really work in the weight room. He couldn't condition. He couldn't work like the other corners. Uh, he couldn't go full speed in spring practice. And now, now, now it's going into the fall. And, and I don't know if it's still the shoulder bothering him so much of it is just that he's behind. And he had to learn an entire new defense. And that's hard to do when you're not out there all the time. So I think I may have overestimated, uh, you know, in terms of I, I've just kind of always operated on the fact that by September 3rd, Ricks would know the defense and be a starter. And maybe I didn't fully grasp the impact of that shoulder injury. So now I'm a little concerned about the corner position. Not so concerned that I'm backing off of any, you know, season projections about how the season will turn out. But I do think cornerback might be maybe a bit of a concern, whereas all offseason I've kind of looked at it like it's a strength. Uh, yeah, um, I think you're right. And, it, again, what's weird is I, I follow a lot of these drafts for the upcoming season, and a lot of them have Eli Ricks going in the first round, like top 15. So – I think every you're not alone. Everybody sort of overestimated maybe what he can do initially, given that he has dealt with an injury. Um, there, there was some scuttlebutt that he's not picking up the defense all too great just yet. Um, so, uh, I mean, who knows? But Kyrie Jackson has been getting some some praise. Uh, we all think Kool-Aid McKinstry is going to be a thing. So I'm not sweating it just yet. Uh, I do think it would certainly be in our best interest to have all of our DBs playing well against Texas. Cause even if you assume uh, that some of the rumors about Ajay Hall and Jaleel Billingsley uh, not exactly being um, exemplary teammates in Texas, right? This minute, I know y'all are shocked. Um, even if, even if those rumors are true and let's say for whatever reason, they don't get to play or don't play very well or whatever. Um, Texas has got some dudes, you know, Xavier worthy, I think they got another transfer receiver in. That's they did. from Wyoming. What now? Kid from Wyoming. That's right. Really good. That's right. So, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Bet Online. BetOnline.net. Speaking of Alabama, Texas, if you want to bet on Alabama, Texas, you can do it right now at BetOnline.net. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one resource online for odds lines, games, whatever you need. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they got you covered every which way. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening right now. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, I want to tell, remind everybody about the, our conference shows. we got some great conference shows locked on SEC, mm -hmm. for instance, if you want to go check it out. Get more on the SEC by making Locked on SEC your second listen right after this one. Every day, host Chris Gordy and the local experts from Locked on take you across the SEC in 30 minutes. Make Locked on SEC your second listen. So, yeah, go make them your second listen. Don't listen to them first, though. That's crazy talk. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about uh, Kilby Collins here for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um Look, he's one of the 
what I would consider big three left in the state of Alabama. Um, you got James Smith, you got Quay Rusal, and you got Kelby Collins. I think those three are the, are the main ones left, the highest rated for sure. Uh, by the way, Apropos of nothing, Alabama didn't pursue whatever, but Stanton Rammel out of Thompson committed to Michigan State, which I thought was kind of wild because um, it seemed like he was going to Auburn for a while, then it seemed like he was going to Tennessee. Hey, kudos to Mel Tucker for coming in and getting him because he's a good player uh, from a great uh, a, a great high school, and you know he's been going up against dudes like Jeremiah Alexander and Peter Woods, so you know he's a dude. Um, but I find it interesting that he's not going to Auburn and um, – they're having some issues with their offensive line recruiting. That's something we can talk about later. But for now, let's do talk about Kelby Collins. He just came up off a visit from Florida. And like 24 hours after that visit, he announced, I'm going to I'm gonna commit on August 13th. So that has a, a lot of uh, underwear wadded, I'll call it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, it should, frankly. I mean, in the sense that sometimes these announcements, like, like for instance, Hunter Osborne. Uh, which was great, by the way, especially if you're an Alabama fan. But Hunter Osborne could have committed to Texas. He could have committed to Clemson. There was a point in his uh, in his recruitment where guessing he was going to Clemson or Texas was pretty smart, not Alabama. There was a point anyway. But late over the past month before he made his announcement for Alabama, the drama was sort of gone, right? I mean, uh, Hunter was going to go to Alabama. I, I, think, I think all – Alabama fans that live and die with recruiting that follow recruiting every day. I think most Alabama fans that do that assume that that Hunter was going to be committing to Alabama and it went according to plan or script or whatever you call it. Well, Kelby is a different situation. Uh, Kelby may commit to Alabama. He may commit to Florida. I think there's an outside chance he commits to Georgia, but most likely it's Florida or it's Alabama. Uh, I'm not convinced either way. Uh, neither will surprise me. I will say much like I said about Peter Woods, which is turning out to be in the ballpark of true that if Kelby Collins does commit to Florida, I won't consider his recruitment over until December. So there's no reason to panic or, 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 or sign your life away on the fact that Kelby would be going to Florida. If he commits there, uh, I think the home state school is going to have a real good shot at him until it's until signing day is coming gone. Uh, Today, uh, Sunday, as we record this, Luke, my guess is this is going to be Alabama uh, because all along, I think, you know, uh, all along, Alabama has been a strong favorite to land Kelby Collins. I do agree that over the last month or six weeks, there's been a strong Florida uh, tent to all this. And I won't be shocked if it's Florida at all. you know, the last time he's supposed to visit Alabama didn't happen. Last visit he made was Florida, and then he's, you know, ready to make an announcement. So uh, you can't be surprised if it's Florida. But I, I think it's Alabama, uh, but I'm also not operating on inside scoop. Uh, the, the the inside scoopers on this uh, don't know either, to be honest. You know, so uh, it, it's, it's Florida or it's Alabama. It's still a few days away. Miles McVay commits before then. He commits on August 11th. I think that's more likely to be Alabama than Kelby, even though Miles lives so far away. But I think Miles McVay, just like it's, it, you know, Miles McVay has visited Alabama a lot, even recently, and we're a long ways away from home for him. So I, I feel pretty good about Miles, who's not quite as highly rated as Kelby, uh, but that's typical of a guy that's more or less projected to play guard. Yep. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something. This may sound – 
anti-Bammer, but I'm sort of glad that we don't know exactly where Kelby Collins is going yet. I mean, is there anything wrong with me, like, being excited? The last time I remember being super excited, the last two times, I guess, that I remember being super excited and surprised Alabama got a dude that I just didn't know was coming to Alabama. Um, Rashawn Evans. Boy, that's a long time ago, man. I know. And Deshaun Hamm. (laughs) You're less surprised than me. I'm surprised all the time. No, <laughs> when, I, mean, we, we get a guy. I mean, Jimmy, you guys know we have a pretty good idea. I mean, yeah. like a 90%. Yeah. Here, I'll never forget Rashawn Evans' announcement. Um, it was at Auburn High School. I, I was sick. It was National Signing Day. Everybody thought I was sick because it was National Signing Day. It's not true. I was literally sick, and I was at home, and his announcement, I think, was on ESPNU which, you know, they have that big coverage day or whatever. This is back before two signing days. And um, he was at his press conference, and I just – I was ready to be infuriated because I was like, I just don't want him to go to Auburn. You know, I know we're right. probably not going to get him. I just don't want him to go to Auburn. And he committed to Alabama, and I – as sick as I was, I jumped out of bed. That's how excited <laughs> I was. And then I remember Deshaun Hand, um, I was listening to his commitment on the radio. Uh, I was in Nashville, actually Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I was in a work truck and I found his commitment um, online somewhere. And I I was I just wasn't going to believe Deshaun Ham was going to commit to Alabama until he did it. And um, I was shocked to death because everybody thought for all the world he's headed to Michigan. So anyway, it, it's kind of cool that Kelby Collins is keeping it a secret. I'm I'm looking forward to having it's sort of like, um, you know, everybody loves to do their gender reveal now or actually make their baby be whatever gender they want it to be. Um, what what happened to just being surprised when the baby comes out and you're like, hey, <laughs> I know what that is. It's a boy. Drama's fun. I, I, I have a – I sort of – I don't know how I feel about it. Do I have more fun when Alabama wins 42-7 or is it more fun when they win 23-22 because Riker makes the kick? I mean, which, what's more fun? Yeah. I, I tend to think the 42-7. So, so this is sort of the same way, right? I mean, it's going to be close. It could go either way. And I know some people don't get this. I wish they would because it would explain things for everyone so much better. You know why there's a chance nobody knows what Kelby Collins is doing? Because Kelby Collins doesn't know what Kelby Collins is doing. That, that happens all the time. And there's nothing wrong with the kids struggling with a decision or have, leaning one way one day and the other way the next day. We all do that with big decisions in our lives. You know, yeah. uh, he has had a lot of time to think about it, but information changes and things change. And, you know, so maybe the kid hasn't made up his mind, which is going to make for a truly dramatic situation on August 13th. I know Alabama would very much like to have him. I know I would like to have him. I do believe if he commits to Florida that Alabama's not out of it, just like I said with Peter Woods. Alabama continues to recruit Pierre Woods, by the way. I mean, I'm, I'm not, and I'm not projecting a flip there. I'm just saying it could happen. Uh, and, and the Kelby thing probably isn't over unless he commits to Alabama. I think it'd be harder for Florida to flip him uh, based on the fact that we all know Alabama's more likely to have a big season and Alabama's got a major distance advantage here. Uh, so if he commits to Alabama, I think it's over. If he commits to Florida, I think the, uh, the more uh, accomplished program that's closer to home is still going to have a shot at flipping him. So uh, we'll see. Uh, Miles McVay is August 11th. I think that's going to be Alabama. For those of you who only get excited when super highly ranked kids commit, I will encourage those folks 
to look and see who Alabama has to beat to get Miles McVeigh, who is wanted by Texas, who's recruiting extremely well. Texas A&M, who's recruiting extremely well. Some of the best offensive line programs in the country have offered Miles McVeigh. Uh, he's highly valued by the big schools, no matter if he's not highly valued in your mind. He is to the big schools. So uh, I I'll be excited to get Miles McVeigh. I think he has the potential to be a big-time guard, an NFL guard. All right, buddy. That's going to do it for today's episode as you drop your phone again. <laughs> it, slip, it, slip, it slips off the uh, – I have a slick steering wheel. It's slick. We came so close Fancy. to having like yeah. almost an error-free – people don't know <laughs> – this is the third time we've tried to do this podcast because we've had issues. And we came no so issues close to doing time. it correctly. Yep. And, and at the very end, uh, it slips off the wood steering wheel. It's like I'm driving a 1913. Uh, uh, had to fill it up with petroleum distate to get it here. The wood I wheel. Mean, <laughs> it's really kind of fun. For those also, um, you know, I know some folks have asked about, you know, what can we do to increase production value, whatever. Um, I did buy a new computer, uh, brand new. I think every, hopefully everything looks a little better, sounds a little better. Um, Jimmy is going to get a computer at some point in his life. <laughs> and so we're going to, we're going to work this out, but y'all stay with us. We appreciate you guys a ton. And until next time, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.